This is the Bullet List Podcast with two guys that haven't got a clue about anything. But today we're talking about something that is, we're going to talk about something that I know very, very well, but something that is very near and dear to your heart. And you are like, like if I have questions about Twitter, I go to you. Yes. Um, I'm not saying I'm an absolute guru or expert. It's just that I have experience of it and I use it a lot. No, as, in, um, as in, I'm scheduling tweets every 45 minutes for as long as and I try and fill the, the uh, schedules as much as I can. So, yeah, Twitter, very effective platform. Really, really good. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of great features on Twitter these days. And so, um, and I like the way you laid this out today, right? We're going to walk through the different different segments of Twitter, right? So first up, we're going to hit the profile, um, you know, yeah. when a conference event association, whoever it is, happens to be building their profile. What are some of the things that that these organizations, or even me, right, should do with my Twitter profile to make it the best it can be? Okay, so these these are inspirations. I'm not going to go into great depth because, you know, People can explore things in their own time, and we don't want to make this last for like forever. Okay, so let's start off with the profile and the header image. This is actually called the cover image. So on your profile, when you're on Twitter.com and you're looking at somebody's profile, the cover image is the big image at the top. And that should be, if you can design it for the for 1,500 pixels wide by 500 deep. And to make it easy, if you use Canva.com, you can actually, they've actually got the right sizing in there. You can just go in there and, and click Twitter yeah. profile and then drag a picture into it, and it'll make sure that it is sized correctly and is a JPEG yeah. and everything it needs to be. Sure. Um, I think there is actually, um, there is a, a file size that you can't go over, which I think is, oh, it's something like 15 megabytes or something. I mean, don't upload, uh, two megabytes. Yeah, well, the but, little tiny profile one and the larger one is, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, you shouldn't actually be uploading to anywhere files that are measured in megabytes because you're no. doing it wrong. <laughs> so that's 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 just it. Um, another things about the prof, this image, this camera image, is if you're going to put text in it, make it readable, not shrunk down tiny text, and only tiny amounts of text, hardly any text. Like, and, art is amazing. That's enough. Yeah. And also, if you can, put your own logo in there. It's all part of the branding thing, which I'll expand on a bit later on. But if you put your logo, for either for your personal brand or your company brand, it's a good idea because people can instantly match up the account with what – these days, with everybody having the word event in their Twitter profile, it can be difficult at times because some of them would be un- event underscore something – or it's all cap, mixed capitals, you know, title case. It, it gets a bit weird. So make it easy for people to identify the correct account. So yeah, a little bit of logo in there if you can. Yeah, and then profile images, you know, if – correct me if I'm wrong on this, but if it's a person, make it a nice picture, not a cropped picture of you at a wedding with your arm around somebody, right? And then if you're an organization, that's another place where you can use whatever your organization uses for an icon. Exactly. So if it's going to be you, make sure it's a a plain background so it's not overly complicated because when it gets shrunk down, detail is going to be lost. 
It's 400 by 400 pixels. It's always a square. 400 by 400 is best. Um, it can be shrunk down, but it's you're right. It's in the profile, the little round thing that goes just slightly overlaps the cover image, and it also goes against your tweets. Yes. So it's actually a great – if you're a company, it's a great place to put the logo because then when you tweet, your logo's there, your tweet's there. And it yeah, works and, really well like that. And for those who don't, you know, know – excuse me, you know, how to use – a photo editing pro program or anything like that. Again, off I fall back to canva.com because canvas free um, and for doing things like, you know, cropping, you know, dropping an image into a square box or doing a Twitter header. It is by far the easiest platform to use. Yeah. Uh, if Cam yeah, Canva um, has the templates is set up is ready to go, obviously, because, you know, it Twitter is a platform that everybody loves to use. So yeah. it makes sense. Let's let's talk about the other part of the of the profile, which is which is the link, right? You know, I know that you're not a big fan of Linktree, um, but well, it has its place. Linktree has its place. So to start off with, a link in the profile. Right? Um, I'm finding so many companies, individuals who've got really good branding, they don't put a link in. Now. This is why it's important. So you've done a bunch of really great tweets and somebody wants to, you know, like for yourself, you may tweet about some event you've put on and people are going, oh, this is really great. I really wouldn't mind finding out more about this company. No URL. There's no link. There's no, no way of linking that account to the company website or anything like that. It's just not there. So it becomes a dead end. Yeah, And I've actually run into a, a few people um, that have done that lately. It's kind of weird. Um, I'm sure somebody there's maybe a weird fad about it, but I know I, I just think if if you're trying to attract people to come and find out what you do, the URL, the link in your profile, has to be there. And just a quick switch on that: the amount of websites that I come across that don't have the Twitter little icon, the little circular thing, so they can go from the website to the Twitter account, it's just not there. And that's driving me nuts lately. And I'll uh, tell you what's even more nuts is if they're using um, something like the Yoast plugin, where they've actually gone to the bother of typing in the um, Twitter account information. So the website knows it's got it. And if I look at the code for the web page, I can see the open graph and the Twitter card information that says this there is an account for this website. But there's no buttons, no links, no nothing on the websites. What the? And, and but here's a reason why people might want to do that, even if they don't, even if they have five Twitter Twitter followers, right? There are times when I will stumble upon a website, and I don't have time to save it in my normal way that I save things, and I see like that there they have a Twitter account. I will just hit it and click follow. Because then it reminds me that they exist. Yeah. And also you can, uh, with Twitter, it's really powerful with its list feature, which we, we'll do another episode. This is a, uh, having lists, maintaining lists, is a little extra that I find really useful, but we'll come yep. back to it. Okay, so you've got a link. Um, Linktree is really popular. Yeah, and for those that don't know, Linktree is one link that you can have in an Instagram bio, a Twitter bio, whatever, um, that takes you to a pre-built custom page that has all of your links on it. it can have text and images and other things like that but primarily yeah. your 
you're sharing yeah. all of your other links in one link. But I think using it only as um, because there is no other way of doing it. If you've got a website, whether it's WordPress, which is ideal, or anything else, by linking directly to your website, you can actually you can actually link to a page on your website that can then list everything where you are. Yes. Which means they've come to your website and they can see other things you do, like a newsletter, maybe highlight a really great post that you want everybody to look at, maybe share a video. They can land on that page and they can stay on the website. If you do it to Linktree, all they can go to is the links that you've put on. And some people don't, they put on that why why link to the website from linktree when you could have actually linked to the website in the first place i questions i have questions <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but and but and i have questions as well because now we're gonna go uh, you know once you move past the the profile and everyone should always remember done is better than perfect too don't wait oh. for everything to be perfect before you start doing things just do um oh. It's not set in stone, so you can actually just do it, get it out there, and then when you find that you need to refine it in some way, for instance, if you want to change the hashtags in your profile text, you can come back and change it. Yep. Uh, Well, and and for a lot of organizations that have Twitter accounts, a lot of times what we'll recommend is during the year, they have a link to a conference homepage, the association home, whatever happens to be. Um, but when it's registration opens up, you can put the registration URL in your profile, whatever happens to be. You can t- you can send yeah. people wherever you want them. Exactly. And also, if your conference or event has a set hashtag to follow, uh, if you look back to, when was it, February for IMAX? Uh, yes. Uh, it but, was. Yeah, something like well, that. It's not February, that. April, April. They had. They had a hashtag of IMX 2022. Actually, every organization should have a hashtag. Every company should have a hashtag. Only if your conference or event is sharing content and you want everybody to track it. There, we'll come to hashtags in a moment because we're going to talk about tweeting. And that's got hashtags. There's something... There's do's and don'ts regarding hashtags, but you know, let, let's because we're going to segue into let's just do hashtags and then we'll go back up. Okay, well, hashtags can go into your profile. So if anybody is doing a search using hashtags, then your profile should come up. So again, if um, you're attending an event and say um, we are such and such a service, where you can find us at da, 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 hashtag IMAX2022 hashtag event profs you know, meeting profs, whatever. So when there's a search, it will come up. It should be listed. I can't say how the logarithm works, so I don't know how high up it would be, but you should be included using that hashtag. The only thing is with hashtags, which is which applies to tweeting, which we'll come to, is don't invent a new one if you can help it. You should do if you're doing a conference or event and you want those attendees to follow the latest accounts, but if you're tweeting to the Twitterati in general, then creating your own hashtag means nobody else is looking for it, which means nobody's going to see it. That is actually a very, yeah. If, if you, for your conference or event, if your conference is, let's say you're the International Sheep Shearing Association, um, that's ISS, right? So your conference hashtag might be ISS 2023, whatever. But on a daily basis, you should just be tweeting hashtag sheep shearing. 
yeah, so you should use established known hashtags where possible because, as I say, if you create a new one, nobody else is going to know about it unless you tell them. And then, for, for, you know, for conference events, yes. General everyday tweeting, no. Yes. But, but now, what about – so we kind of skipped ahead, right? So we went to hashtags, right. which are part of tweets. So now we yes. can loop back to, to tweeting. Um, tell me some of your strategies for – when and how and what to tweet okay we can look at this two ways By the way, it's been a decade and i still hate the word tweet really yeah it does it is a rather kind of like um i'm only 12 and i'm gonna talk yeah. about it like, and i love I, I love twitter but i hate the word tweet yeah okay fair enough um okay so this okay so the there's an argument um well two arguments maybe um Tweet at specific times when you know your audience is online using Twitter or tweeting all the time, regardless. How do you feel about it? Both work. They both work. Now, it depends on your intent. If you um, are a bit, if you're, if it's like one, if you're in a small business or it's just you, you may not have time to interact with Twitter you know, answering messages, tweeting new stuff, and having that com- online conversation type thing. So you are probably going to be at specific times. For myself, with Event Planner News, I've set a, a – we'll come to tools later on, but I use Buffer, and I've set up a queue that will tweet if there's content in it every 45 minutes because I have no idea, and I really don't care that much, when people are going to be online looking at my tweets because – it could be – the thing about Twitter is that it can be used on a phone and you might have a spare five minutes and you think, oh, no, I'll just check out Twitter, see what's going on. And I can catch those people by tweeting every 45 minutes. If you only tweet once a day at 3 p.m. and I only check Twitter every night at 11 p.m., we are never going to meet. No. I mean, unless, another th- unless people are sharing, right? right. But, I mean, that just as a – just from a, you well, know, you, do, thing. you do um, need to be tweeting all the time. If you, I mean, I, I'm tweeting out things that other people have done with Event Planner News. I'm discovering great content that people really ought to know about. So I'm, I'm kind of like distributing news. So I feel that I should be doing it on a really, really regular basis. Now, as an individual, if you're tweeting from an event, then yes, you are going to be scheduled times because the event or the conference opens at a certain time, closes at a certain time. So there's only so much you can tweet. So it really depends on the intent. But it's important to remember that tweets have a very short, um, um, what did I call it? Um, uh, Half-life. Yeah, no, and they do the the half life or the shelf life, whatever we're going to call it, on a tweet. So, <clears throat> so I work with an organization that for the longest time the lady didn't want to annoy people, so they only tweeted one at, at most once a day, but usually like three times a week, which meant yeah. you're nothing. This is it. Um, so the current estimate of the- of a tweet. Uh, so a tweet is estimated to have a half-life of about 20 minutes. What that means is going to reach its maximum amount of views within those first 20 minutes. So it's so easy for people to miss it if you're only doing it once or maybe a few times a day. Oh, yeah. 
uh, which yeah, I always think of Twitter as Niagara Falls, right? It's yeah. huge amounts of data coming over uh, every second. So if you want to be in the consciousness, you have to be out there quite often, which is why, you know, tools make a, a really great addition to anyone's arsenal. Yeah. Because the tools allow you to put all your tweets in at one time in one place, and then they will go out automatically. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, if you're a really busy person, you can use a tool to make sure that you're tweeting often. Um, and we'll come to tools because um, there are certain catches you've got to be careful of. Okay, when it comes to a tweet, images perform really well. When I say perform, you get more views. And 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 they're always something I forget, right? Like I'll, I tweet all the time, right? I'm eh, yeah. whatever sharing stuff all the time. I always forget to to do image only tweets. I, I it. Uh, what is or it? you include an image. I, 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 yeah, I, it should be including an image because that gives anybody who's on who's maybe not got the bandwidth and they can't download images, they're going to see the text version. I do that with quotes. It works yeah. beautifully. In fact, quotes perform really well in the, in the way I've used. So, um, yeah, so include an image. I mean, go to Pixabay or use Canva to just create a quick image. Easily done. Yeah, and I think, you know, when you're creating an image, like – and, and a lot of conferences do it now, and I, I love it. It's, I don't think it's anything that could be oversaturated, but they go and they go on a tool like Canva and they create a card for each, you know, or an image for each one yeah. of their speakers, for each one of their sponsors, for each one of their, you know, whoever it happens to be, so that they can include that, you know, and I think that's awesome, right? It's, it's a brilliant thing to do, just say, here's today's speaker and do a, a specific image just for that. Make sure the image is 1,200 pixels by 675 pixels. That is, uh, that is the current size for images for a tweet. And I find that works really well for LinkedIn and for Facebook. It's like a good middle ground for all the um, different platforms out there. And I hate the fact that they're all different. Well, this, this is, as I say, it's a middle ground. But here's one secret um, that I do. Um, I, I make sure that the Im, uh, the important part of the image, which might be a text or an illustration, whatever, is not up to the edges. You come in a bit because yeah. sometimes images can get cropped. And so the most important part of the image might be left off. <laughs> so always come in a little bit. Yeah. Which is why never be text heavy if it gets cropped anywhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, um, oh, yeah, so the last thing about hashtags. Use um, three. No more I than think no more than three, because I believe um, three is like the optimal number. Any more than that, and then it doesn't matter, and you're taking away space for typing text. I, absolutely down with that. But all right, tool, yeah. Speak. tools, hashtags, okay. hashtags, and posting. You and I are both massive fans of Buffer. Okay, before we get to Buffer, let's talk about uh, yeah. Okay, let's talk. Just do Buffer. Buffer is brilliant. I love Buffer. It's it's. Um, if anybody from Buffer's listening, I love you guys. It's brilliant. Okay, so Buffer allows you. Uh, okay, I'm using the free version. Don't care missing it. I use the version free version because it suits me down to the ground. Yep. Whereas yeah. I, I have a ton of accounts that I have to manage, so I use the pro version. Brilliant. Whatever works. For you. Yeah. Whatever works. So with Buffer, let's quickly explain. Is with um, I'm using the. Um, 
I'm on Firefox and I've got the plugin for Buffer. So if I see a page I wish to tweet out, I can click on the add-on, the little um, funny little symbol, and I can't describe it. It's like a stack of documents. Anyway, um, you click on that and it brings up the tweet and it fills in for the URL and the title of the page. You can then type in some meaningful text or you can replace it, but it does a short version of the URL for you, so you don't have a long URL, www.whatever. It says bit.ly or something like that. Um, and then you can just leave a comment, add something extra, or just do as it is. And it will also give you a selection of images you can choose from at the bottom. And then you tweet it out. And then you can, but it goes to your queue on Buffer, and Buffer will then tweet it according to your schedule, and you can set the schedule up to be however you want, Monday to Saturday, Monday to Sunday, and you can change the hours to whatever you want. Actually, adding setting the schedule up is really really easy. Well, and you really do it in forty five minutes, right? I do, um, because um, as I explained, I don't want anybody to miss anything. Whereas and I pick- do, yeah, and I do five times per day, right? So that shows yeah. you that you can that you can get very specific, right? Or mine is a little bit more general. I just say it says how many yeah. times per day, and I say five. Well, it depends, yeah, on your intent and your own purpose and all that sort of thing. So Buffer, I say, allows you to set up a schedule, and when the time matches your schedule, the tweet will be automatically posted for you to Twitter with the text and the hashtags and the image that you've selected. And if breaking news comes in, right, let's say you announced this amazing <laughs> keynote, um, yeah. In Buffer, you can also do share now or share next. You can also, this is really, really useful because I have some preset ones that I don't mind sharing out um, the same thing. So, for example, um, I've got a press release center where you can download and look at press releases that I've received. I can retweet that. So you go into your schedule and you look at sent posts you can scroll down to the one you want, and you can then re-add it to your queue without even having to edit it. Yeah, which is clever. Very clever indeed. But then if you want to edit it, you can. Now, I'm on the free version, which allows me to add up to 10 at a time. And the reason why it works for me is because I'm only sharing fresh stuff. As soon as I find a fresh post that I think is interesting to people, I can share it. Whereas for me, mine is more general things that I come across on the web and I think are interesting, but they're not necessary. They're not necessarily the freshest things, right? Because I'm looking all over the internet. So, it, so it, it, it honestly, something that I share might be a year old or whatever. You know, having it go out today or tomorrow doesn't really matter. Yeah, you're sharing something that's uh, just appealed to you, general interest. Yeah, it doesn't I, matter. And on the pro version I'm on, I think I can share up to fifty at a time. Yeah, the, the pro plans are really cool, really Yeah, cool. but for you, because you're sharing things that are so fresh anyway, sharing up to 50 at a time doesn't make any sense. No, because that would be like sharing like like a couple of weeks in advance, and by then everything would be stale and probably not interesting. Yeah. But the, also the other thing is, uh, this is one of the gotchas I mentioned earlier. What happens if you schedule a post about something, right, and then all of a sudden it um, for example, um, you tweet something and then there's a disaster. All right? You're tweeting about something 
the joint air travel and then there's a massive air crash exactly your tweet might be seen as totally inappropriate you can stop it <laughs> no no you can stop it but the thing is if you schedule that far ahead and you forget it's there then you're going to tweet something that's inappropriate people won't like it you lose gone. followers and your reputation goes down the drain so by keeping the amount of tweets you schedule to quite low you can actually then it makes it easier to sort it out and, and be aware of it i like that yeah true but so okay so we've covered the main things right we've covered you know hashtags tweeting the tools um and i know and there still, are other tools, tools that work similar to buffer there's tweet deck and hootsuite and well tweet deck's one of my favorite i must say and it does both um hootsuite and tweet deck do have um scheduling however i feel that they're more difficult to use than they should be yeah, where and with Buffer, by the way, it's not only Twitter. You can put all of your social accounts in there. So, for example, you can put in a LinkedIn profile, LinkedIn page, Facebook page, Facebook group, Facebook personal. You can put in your Twitter account. You can put in Instagram. You can put in so so you can actually do all of your social media scheduling um, for your yeah. conference or event, whatever it happens to be, from one dashboard. It's it's like um, a control panel for your social media for the rest of us. Yes. Where, where there's all professional ones do a heck of, a lot, heck of a lot more, but you're paying an awful lot more. Yeah. And I've, you know, I, I've used Buffer now for, I'm like you, I've used it for years. And I've, I, I, I have tried, you know, other ones, right? So, for example, you know, I'm a big fan of if I see a new tool, I will give it a try just to, so I can speak to it, right? You know, was it easy yeah. with the card? There is nothing that compares to Buffer. No, I think it's it's one of the one of the most um, it's one of the best tools out there for the price range. It really is. It really, it, really it cool. truly is. Uh, yeah. But other tips, because I know we're coming up now on 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 almost thirty minutes. And okay, so these are just generalized tips that um, from, from experience. Okay, so branding. Please don't make life difficult for other people. Where your cover image and your profile image. And everything else you share are all mixed matched. You really would like to have your cover image and profile matching, maybe the company logo, the name of your account. Try and make it as close to your um, brand name or company name as you can. Um, there's a lot of companies that will go put little extra words in front or, or behind just to make it work. Yes. I got something. Oh, yes. I can add to that. I can add to the discussion. Go, go, go. Also, don't. If you're, you are a conference or an event, don't put the year. If you if you are the International Sheep Shearing Association, ISS, right, and you add 2022 to your profile name, right, if that's your account, you have to start a new account the following year and build up all of those followers again. Oh, good point. Good point. Yeah. Um, and, and at the beginning of Twitter, right, when it, for everybody rushed to do annual and then we all kind of sat back and went hmm we had five thousand followers and now we gotta go back and start from scratch yeah all that money we invested in and not getting our brand known we gotta do it all over again yeah so really that was my second other tip which is actually put your twitter account oh yeah sorry so yeah make make sure that you try and match everything up to make life easy when it comes to people finding you um again i've because of what i do i look at an awful lot of websites and i I go looking at twitter profiles and sometimes just to try and match up accounts to say is this 
is this them or is it somebody else? Because the logo's slightly different and it could be somebody else. And yeah. Yeah. Make life easier for your followers to keep to find you and, and track you. So and, and I, I love your next point and, and which is the watch the people that follow you looking for you to follow back and then they just unfollow you because they were just looking uh, around. I've I've had that so many times that I now purposely if I get notification such as such as followed you. I will wait anything up to an hour or two just to see if they're still around. I actually don't. And and here's another thing, right? Especially if you're an organization, following people back is not mission critical, right? It, so I, I go into my account, like I really only follow people now. And this is horrible and I should look closer because I'm sure there are a lot of wonderful people that yeah. follow me that I'm not, not following. But I'm looking for people that are grabbing my attention. Right. The yeah. people that I think are going to make my life a little better. Um, so, but if you're just an organization and you're, you're tweeting out, you know, stuff about a conference and things like that, following people back really isn't that important. It's it's kind of polite in a way, but then you've got to make sure that you're not filling up your timeline with useless stuff that you don't need. Exactly. Um, and and it, again, if you're an organization, it is not mission critical. And, it, and also, if you're being followed by somebody who uh, does plumbing, it might be they've got a personal interest or some kind of interest in your conference or event, but you don't have to follow them back because they're a plumber who wants – you may not want to see that sort right. of thing. It's just it's, yeah. So, um, oh, the only <laughs> thing is, I think we've mentioned it before, was please, 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 please put your Twitter account on your website and don't be silly and – just oh, and put it somewhere where it's easily found at the yeah. top of the page, in the middle of the page, and at the bottom of the page. Make the icons large as you dare. Don't hide them when they get covered up by the this site uses cookies. Do you accept or decline? Yeah, and and I'm okay with top or bottom. Like I agree with you, it should be in both places. But if it can't, but if, you know, for the designer has a vision, right? At least put it at the top or the bottom because those right. are the two places most people are going to look for. All right, before we get onto the last one, a little, little personal rant, right? Please don't do the forever scrolling web pages where you never get to the bottom, the infinite scroll, because if you put in your footer the important information like your social media accounts and your phone number and your address, because it's an infinite scrolling page, it's never found. You don't see it. I freaking hate infinite scroll. Yeah. And wonder if they don't, if, if these people don't sort themselves out, I'm going to name and shame. Seriously. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know. But, okay, but we're, that, we're at 33 minutes. All right. Okay. So the last, the final, last tip? final tip. Very, very final tip. Be polite. Be courteous. Be helpful. Be nice. Don't be a dick. <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to read all the way to the end. <laughs> Don't be an ass. It's, yeah. it's um, and please, 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 please add not not only being polite, but check shit before you share it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, we. Yeah. Don't, don't be the guy, you know, and it doesn't, you know, I know everyone's thinking that I'm talking about politics and of course I am talking about politics, but also with, you know, we're, we're in the meetings and events world travels a part of that. So, you know, just verify your facts before you the share. Thing is, 
if you blindly share something because you see everybody else doing it, doesn't make it right. And if you get called out on it, if somebody says, oh, where did you find out this out? How do you know it's true? You're going to sit there and go, oh, bugger. I have no yeah. idea. I've caught out. Uh, really I don't know what to do. It can hurt yeah. a brand. It can. It can. So if you are going to share something you think is important, just double check a little bit. Yes, make sure yeah. it's okay. So many, so many tweets go out from brands. And I will literally be looking and going, four people can approve that. It's yeah. you're right. It went through a process, and you're like, I cannot believe they did that. Wasn't it recently? Um, they were sharing images from the space telescope, saying, oh, "Look at this! Look at <laughs> it was a, so it was a brilliant picture of like a newly discovered galaxy. It's bright and colorful. It looked amazing, and everybody's raving over it. Then a, a few days later, no, it's a picture of a chorizo. <laughs> I love that." Uh, and that's on the funny side, right? Uh, however, you know, there there are, you know, Dove, you know, the, I don't know yeah. if you have them in the UK, I never, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. but, um, you know, their are cosmetics or soap and things like that. They yeah. tweet inappropriate things all the mm -hmm. time. And I just can't believe that. Just Google that, by the way, Dove social media, and you'll, you'll see. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sure they don't mean any harm by what they're, tweet it but they all but it causes harm right it it, it is horrible. me on the outside reading it go what the so unless, of course, there's some social, unless there's some social media manager out there working for data for who's just thinking hmm if we purposefully mess this up just imagine the publicity we're gonna get Brilliant. Well, how, how, how can i drop our stock price <laughs> <laughs> yeah well remember what they say um no such thing as bad publicity oh yeah there is <laughs> well maybe in dove's case maybe but you know in general in general but all right so so i think we've hit you know i think we've hit all the high points right make sure your profile's up to date you know how yeah. to tweet um the tools and don't be a dick don't be a dick so i think that brings us to a close Thank you for listening to this episode of The Bullet List Show. You can find more episodes on our blog at bullet-list.com or on your favourite podcast platform. The blog has an RSS feed so you can keep up with the latest news. There's also a podcast RSS feed if that's what you prefer. Both feed details can be found on the blog. Finally, we have a Facebook group where we welcome your feedback, ideas for topics and suggestions for guests. Please come and join us. We're looking forward to seeing you there.